0: Welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial.
1: Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, Before we start, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, Dave Mackenzie. Hi, Dave. Buongiorno. Yeah, buongiorno. Buongiorno a Giro d'Italia.
0: I know? am excited I'm I excited
1: I don't want to uh, overstate my accent uh, but yeah you're right um, I'm so excited about this one we are excited because we will be following the Giro every day of the race uh, this is the place to be on SBS if you want to catch up with the Giro uh, and the Giro is a bit particular for you it's something that is uh, somewhere along your, your in your brain and in your heart yes it is no it is um, you're not gonna Say, but you won a stage of, course, of the Euro. <laughs> you know, know a
0: funny thing, and I'm and I'm saying this in all seriousness. I was just thinking that second, I don't feel like I've won a stage of the Giro okay. Twenty years later, and it is <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty years later, <laughs> but it doesn't. It's you know, it feels like another lifetime. And I think any of you listening, special things or moments in your life that you did, maybe apart from having children. Um, But it feels like another part of your life when it's that long ago. Um, And you were. You are a different person, weren't you? So I'm nowhere near the fitness, (laughs) but I've got as much vigor and excitement about Talking about this one, as I probably did have racing it, so this is this is going to be great.
1: Absolutely, Uh, give us uh, your comments, uh, send us your tweets and uh, and questions and comments because we are uh, willing to make this very interactive. You know, as as we go along, there might be a few changes as we go along as well on this podcast, but uh, uh, you will see they're all good and good uh, good surprises. Uh, Before we um, dive in into how and how is this Giro's going to look? Why is the Giro so different than the Vuelta and the Tour de France? Because they all have a different vibe, those Grand Tours.
0: Yeah, they do. They do. And I mean, look, to, to be really basic, I guess, with an explanation, sort of, and a few years ago, I sort of realized this. I mean, the tour is Hollywood. It's, you know, it, it, it's LA. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's the Hollywood race. And, you know, and it's amazing as well. And it's the biggest. The Giro is beautiful. Okay, sort of thing. And now the tour is beautiful. Mm-hmm. We know that, you know, the Tour de France, you know, the Chateaus, the, the, the production, but it is a Hollywood production, the Tour de France, isn't it? It is so slick. The Giro isn't necessarily That's the slickest production, but you know, the old, they had a slogan a few years ago and they, they've sort of got it there, but they they lost it in their marketing. The toughest race in the most beautiful place. And I love it. I think it's because you can argue all you want which race is the hardest of the, grand, the three Grand Tours. But arguably, you would say the third week of the, of the Giro d'Italia is has always been tougher than yeah, the third week always, of the
1: Tour de France. It's always legendary, that third week of, the, yeah. of the, the Giro.
0: And then take the sporting aspect out of it. Anyone who's been to Italy... Is it the most beautiful place? It's pretty close, isn't it? That's debatable as well. It's
1: pretty close to France, pre- <laughs> You're allowed to say that.
0: You're allowed to say that. And, and look, I sort of tend to agree in, in recent years of all my travels through France. But yeah, so I think it's, it's just something unique. It's really something, you know, and Italians, as we know, are super passionate sort of you know they are different sort of fan
1: spectator to the french fans if you like um it's yeah it's just a different race we are set for three amazing week of 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 riding and racing because of the 2020 uh i don't know Concept mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the the paradigm of 2020, which which brings that zero after the tour, which brings that zero uh, towards this end of the of of the year. Weatherwise, before we we again go into the the details of the the racers who's racing and what's happened yesterday on stage one. Weatherwise, should we be worried? Or not about the weather because you know normally in May we are hundred percent. We should be. <laughs> <laughs> there's no. Exp- there's no. Ex- there's no. But <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah. So in May,
0: in previous editions and May, almost every edition, it's always that stress about the Dolomites, the Italian Alps. By the way, and this is digressing slightly. There's snow on the Tourmalet. Yeah. And stage six of the Vuelta, if it happens, goes up there. So there's snow already in the Pyrenees, mm-hmm. which. Normally, tell me otherwise, but I would think normally you will hit snow in the Italian Alps and the Dolomites before the Pyrenees. Yeah, yeah big time, absolutely. Yeah. They're further south, the Pyrenees, so that's warmer climate. I mean, I know anything over 2,000 metres, it's cold anywhere in the world. But yeah, so we should be concerned. <laughs> but then you said an interesting point, actually, before we came on air. When
1: you, when you think about it, yeah, because... Uh, when we when you ride in May on the on Stelvio, uh, the, the the snow has been there for months. Yes, yeah. the, the snow has been the icy cores everything, the ice and and everything has been on the road, clogging that road. They're probably not clearing that road every day for months and months, you know. But now, it's fresh snow. It's fresh ice. Mm. So it should probably be easier to clean up the area. You would yeah. assume. Yeah. Yeah. The only issue could be, and I mean, this is you know,
0: it's. 50 cents either side because you can have this in May as well. If you've just got it literally snowing, yeah, and you've just got slush and they can't clear it because it's you know it is
1: fresh snow, but is there, is there a limit like downwards limit of temperature where riders can't ride?
0: Well, now like there compl- is nowadays. Well, nowadays, there's a because I there's it... protocol in place years ago. Well, my era, and, and obviously before that, that those famous images for me mm-hmm. of the jitter is Andy Hampstead riding over the garvia i think it was with three meters of snow beside yeah. him yeah you know but both the, sides of the road it do you know crazy. there's a couple of
1: riders that have lost fingers in the cold because of the giro really yeah they, they, they got frozen fingers is that like urban myth stuff or maybe where's the fact <laughs> where's the fact check <laughs> I'll, I'll check this but i've, I've read this somewhere where, where are you going mate where are you going with this uh <laughs> um, but anyway it it's, would be cool.
0: it's going to be it's going to be brilliant it's um
1: yeah. But, but there is a threshold in temperature where they go. This is too cold.
0: Yeah, there's. A, yeah, it's. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of the. Um, well, it's the Cyclists Association or the CPA. Then they 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 will make a decision. I think I know they have a heat temperature, uh, as in when it's too hot, because races like Tour Down Under, for example, that, you know, always over in South Australia, they get that those hot that hot climate. So there is certainly a cold climate. Um, certainly, snow comes into it. Um, but that, you know, there can be snow, but as long as the road's cleared and it's safe, then I can't see why they wouldn't race.
1: So yeah, it'll be interesting. Okay. And then would you have want to ride the Giro at that time? You rode it in May, the, the 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 one race you did that the Giro was in May. Yeah. What would you think now if you were about to start the Giro, if you started the Giro yesterday?
0: I think in the context of the year, and I think we have to say that, we sort of can't say, oh, let's pretend there's not a you know, a world pandemic, because the race, the Giro, wouldn't happen in October without a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I think for any cyclist who was lined up, is just excited. This is the one they're going, we weren't meant to do this. It wasn't happening. It was on my program and then I missed it. We're locked down for 10 weeks in Europe, especially, and now I'm getting to race the Giro in October. What a unique experience. You know, that's this could be one out of the box. Might never happen again in our lifetime. So... You'd, you'd be excited regardless, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, there's differences with form, with, you know, but it's it's completely different for every single rider from the guy who was trying to win the Giro in May, who's still trying to win it in October, from Garrett Thomas, who wasn't meant to go to the Giro initially. So, yeah, there's there's so much good and so much upside, I think, about this year with, with you know, all of these races and mm-hmm. the Giro's
1: right there with them. Stage one happened uh, yesterday. Uh, we can debate, was it stage one? Was it a prologue? Uh, it was stage one. Uh, it, was, it, yeah. it was officially it, stage it, one. I believe so, yeah. It, it's sort of borderline with a prologue. I think there's uh, something about the kilometers and, and uh, yeah, how yeah, it was. It's but, right uh, on, yeah, it's right on the limit. But So it was officially stage one of uh, the, the Giro. Uh, Ghana, was honestly, was always going to be him anyway, mm. sort of, because he's world champion of, of time trial. He was a time trial. Yeah. Uh, world champion of time trial in Italy. is the fastest man on the planet right now.
0: He is. He is, isn't he? And it's. He was. He's been stepping towards that in the last couple of seasons. Look, Rowan Dennis, really the last two years. Well, we know that the last two World Championships. Agana, he won the world title in brilliant fashion. Um, yeah, he was never really challenged. I mean, he got it by what twenty odd seconds in the end. To uh Joe Almeida, remember that name, by the way. I think he was second Port- Portuguese. Portuguese yeah. yeah, I interviewed him at Tour Down Under, pre- a pre-function, just with the De quick Quickstep guys earlier this year. Young guy. I didn't. I know. I knew very little about him, mm-hmm. and he. I think he's a neo-professional. It's certainly his first. It's his first Grand Tour. I know that much. Um, Quietly spoken, but seemed like a nice guy. He's did a stint on the US scene under the okay. Axel Merckx program. Okay. Uh, the... Uh, the US team over their development squad. So this kid is good. And they, the Koenig Quick Step directors in uh, Down Under told me, they said, watch this kid. So already we're seeing another one, mm. that younger generation. So uh, that that was the
1: highlight actually for me uh, overnight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if we look at, uh, we're not going to detail all the results, but a uh, big winner yesterday is Kieran Thomas uh, because mm. he's pulled up. Time on on everybody else, pretty much Yates is at thirty odd seconds to him.
0: Good, pretty good for Yates, though. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Basically, in the story, condition changed halfway through the TT, and the later starter never had honestly a chance to uh, to catch up uh, on on the, the earlier starter. And let's
0: not downplay or uh, the conditions. By the way, were incredible. The wind was buffeting. It was yep. really, really. It was. It was actually dangerous wind. Well, um, uh, up not unridable,
1: Yeah, but well, uh, raceable. But up to the start, they were still debating on whether or not they will use the you know the full wheel. Ah, uh, 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 yes, yes. Yeah, be, because of the wind they had uh, to yeah. go through. But um, it's the second fastest TT stage. Yeah, average speed in 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 history. Wow, round
0: Dennis maybe is it no? He's is the first quickest time trial. It's close. You're right. You know what? I was looking at the average speed thinking, wow, that's quick. But you forget, it was it was like 57, 58 kilometres an hour. Yeah. Mostly downhill. And just a couple of snippets from it, Miguel Angel Lopez, we both saw it. If you haven't seen any of the vision, wherever you can get it from, but yeah. certainly on social media, It's. I'd really feel for him. He's in a dead straight line. Yes, it was windy. But what I believe has happened... He's, he's got his, Yeah, Podol. He's got his hands on the profile bars. It looks like he's coming towards a corner. So he's taken one hand off, put it down on the drops with the, you know, where the brake mm-hmm. is. He's gone. He's taken his other, his left arm off. And as it's mid air going down to the other bar, he's hit a pothole and just catapulted, literally
1: done a right hand turn yep. into the barriers. And the wall. He hit the wall. Did he, he hit the wall? He, he hit the wall. If you look at the footage, he goes through the barriers. The barrier are ah, not attached. Rush. And he hits the wall. Yeah. So he's out. Yeah. He's out of the race. And, so and he's out a remi- shocker. Let's remember that Lopez hit a signpost on stage one in France as well, in Nice. Yeah, well, he survived that one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah, he's out a shocker. I've, I mean, got,
1: I've got the data here with me. Ghana, uh, he's, de- he's done a 58.83 kilometer on average uh, for that stage. And he just missed out on the fastest stage ever, 58.87, which was Rook van der Brugge in the oh, TT yes. of 0-2001. Yes, yes, I remember That's it. live data I've checked. Wow. <laughs> It's so the second um, second fastest stage ever. It's got to be said though. Most of the stage was downhill. There was a big uphill yeah. at, at the start, yeah. and then it was downhill stage. Pretty yeah, much was, but through.
0: you still got to do it, don't you? Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. conditions were atrocious. And the other one, the other mention out of that is Victor Campenarts. Yep. He crashed on the downhill sort of right hand sweeper, and he said afterwards, he said it was the conditions were terrible. The road surface wasn't great. And he and he and he's right. He said it never rains down here, so the the road was greasy. And he said, if you're going to put in a descent at 100 kilometres an hour, and maybe not quite 100, but they were <laughs> probably probably pretty close. He said, the road has to be cleaned. So I agree with him on that. Um, but look, you're never ever going to have a course in a, in a race or a stage race perfectly skinned. It's almost near impossible. And when you compare it to other sports, you know, like yeah. stadium sports or whatever, it's so hard to skin a complete course perfectly. And is the Giro. It's the Giro. And, and so you don't want to. That, that's a, there you go. It goes back to what makes it different. I remember
1: a <laughs> comment I read uh, with the Giro Rosa. You know, the people were complaining. It's yeah. same, I think the same goes for the Giro. And they go, I think the, the comment was, so long, yeah, sometimes you, you see a car driving towards you, but hey, it's the Giro. <laughs> it's the Giro. I oh, know.
0: I think it was one of the girls. It well, yeah. was one of the
1: girls that said that. Yeah. I was like, okay. Hey, it's okay, the Giro. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a few years ago, though. So we won't, you know, dig up old wounds. Um, so... Where where should we look at, because we, we can read stuff from this uh, this stage that happened uh, overnight, but it's only a prologue slash stage one TT to start with. There's a lot more to come. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say someone like Geron Thomas has made a big step already, he's made a big statement, I would say, because when you look at it, uh, and few comments I've read were saying Thomas is... Very strong on TT, and yep. we know, and the last stage of the the Giro is a TT as well. Yep. So for anyone that wants to beat Thomas, needs to claim time on Thomas before the last TT, i.e., someone like Nibali. Nibali is more than a minute down mm-hmm. already. Where can he climb? Can he climb four minutes somewhere to be ahead of of um, of Thomas heading to the last TT?
0: Absolutely, can yep. easily now easily easily okay. easily. So. Let's cast our minds back. I just
1: put my question back in the back. Yeah, yeah, put that, yeah. No, no, good question.
0: Good question. Froome, Dumoulin, Yates. A couple of years ago, when Yates looked invincible, four days out, was going to win, Froome went on that long, long attack, wins the Giro. Probably one of the greatest victories we will ever see at that race. Um, Nibbly, one or two years prior to that, against Chavez and Cruzvike. Cruzvike crashes over the top of the Stelvio into the snow dramatically. Cruzvike to me, was going to win that race. Mm-hmm. That crash cost him big time. Cost him the race. We know that. Nibbly was three to four minutes down at that point with three days to go. He wins the Giro d'Italia. So this is the start. It's not the start Nibali wanted. He would have liked to be better, although the conditions played a big role in yes. his time, I believe. He, he might have been... Look, he might have actually only pulled 30 to 40 seconds maximum. Better.
1: But, but if anyone knows that he can do it, he can. Yeah. Oh. You know, and, and not just him. There's other riders. <laughs> you know, there's other riders. He, and is he the one to watch? Is he definitely the uh, one to watch on this race or not?
0: Look, on experience, he's not I, getting I'll any gi- younger.
1: I'll give you a stat. Yeah. Okay. Sixty-two percent of his professional wins on his whole career happen on Italian soil. So just over half. He's Italian. Sixty-two. For God's nearly two thirds. Nearly two thirds. <laughs> <laughs> nearly two thirds of, of his uh, professional wins overall. Yeah. Professional career. Were on Italian soil, okay. Six last Giro, six times on the podium.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, okay. he'll be there or thereabouts, mm-hmm. I, and I, and he knows, you know, he's he's
1: towards the end of his career. But well, he Nibley. would be the oldest person to win if he wins that Giro. He would be the oldest oldest rider ever in the history. In history. Wow. Look, he can do
0: it. He absolutely can do it. It'd be a, it'd be a pretty cool fairy tale. Yeah. For Nibali, and I like him. Um, he's you know I like I like him as a cyclist, but his demeanor off the bike is. He's, He's a genuine, and he's a Sicilian. Yeah, it started in Sicily. Yes. It wasn't meant to remember. Mm-hmm. It was meant to start in Hungary. Yeah. Can
1: I just give you the last just quickly? Yeah. His team as well, hundred percent dedicated to him. Yes. There's no question. There's no about second leadership or, or whatever. No, but is
0: it, it, but how does that differ to any of the other teams? I think Mitchelton are a hundred percent behind Yates. Uh, surely they're all behind Thomas. So. All right. All right. All right. You know, come <laughs> on. You're trying to you're trying to fuel the fire, but I will fuel it with this. This is, and this is not just nibbly, but potentially other riders, light Yates or whoever that can win this race. Post-rest day, second-rest day, traditionally, there's six days to go. Here's the distances of the last six yeah. days. All right, you ready? Oh, I've just lost it. Here we go. 229 kilometres, stage 16. 203, stage 17. 207, stage 18. 253 kilometres, stage 19. 198, stage 20, and that's to Sestrier, by the way. And stage 21 is the 15-kilometre individual, as you said. So So
1: brutal, brutal final week. Of the Giro. Because we have to go back to the weather as well. We are talking the Alps. We are mm. talking uh, very strong, probably wind and low temperature and potentially snow all over. Yeah,
0: the Yeah, the only, the difference, that, that 253 kilometre stage is a pan flat day though. Okay. So just, but the rest are basically mountains apart from the TT. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's a brutal final six days and that's what will sort out, you know, the Giro to you. You've got to hang tough. Any, anyone within three minutes... I would say any any GC contender within 3 4 minutes whose form is on the up going into that last 6 days can still win the race. Yeah. You wouldn't I've, say that at the Tour? No. That's that's you know that sort of sums up the Giro would because you? Mm-hmm. you wouldn't say that at the Tour 6 days out someone 4 minutes behind no
1: way they they yep. won't win the race. It's too sort of clinical. But we're already surprised that Pogacar pulled 58 seconds back and then pulled another yeah. 58 seconds. We, no, we we're amazed. Yeah. We're talking two minutes difference, and we are absolutely amazed. We, it's like something we've never seen. When we came out of lockdown, or, or
0: more so when Europe did, and then we, we were sort of crossing our fingers saying, oh, wow, we're going to get some racing, I think I don't think there was a single person that didn't believe if we got racing in 2020, it was going to be incredibly
1: exciting. Yeah. And it, it has been, hasn't it? Absolutely. Just about everything.
0: Every race that's been on
1: and, has and, been good. And there's a lot more we'll talk at the end of, mm. of this podcast. Uh, 18 Australians. Yes. That's
0: uh, amazing. That is 18. What? Reel off all the names. We haven't got time. We, we, just... we, we don't have time. <laughs> it's a record in any Grand Tour ever in the history of this wonderful sport of cycling. That's something 18. to get excited about. Yeah, it is. And we should all be proud of that. I think it's... Um, no, it's massive. It's massive. There's some young guys, obviously, some really experienced riders there as well. So, some guys lining up for their first, some guys lining up for multiples. It's, but, we, we, but it's a real treat.
1: Absolutely. And then there's some real good battles that could happen because Matthews can challenge, or can he challenge Sagan for the, 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 the jersey? Of, the red jersey. Isn't yeah, it? it's red. Well, yeah, come the color. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, let's call it the sprinter jersey. Yeah, I love the sprint jersey. <laughs> for the point jersey. Uh, yeah, he because can. Matthews looks good. He did a pretty good TT. Yeah overnight as well. But Sagan, he, is he coming with a revenge? Like he's he's been beaten hard at the Tour de France? Yeah, I don't so. know what his plan is here.
0: I'm not sure what his plan is, apart from the pay packet that that I think he's getting from
1: the Giro. Organisers. The fact that it's got to be uh, said as well, the Giro should have started 50 kilometers away from his hometown. Yes. He's not now, but yeah. he probably couldn't uh, remove it himself yeah. from the contract. Yeah. Well,
0: he's decided to do it, hasn't he? Yeah. Look, he's a, I think we've all said, or a lot of us have said, he goes better with more race days, Sagan. So he could be just getting going actually, Mm -hmm. and potentially the Giro suits him a bit better because there's not those sort of multiple flat days in a row, but that suits Michael Matthews. Look, the bigger battle, though, Mm -hmm. the bigger battle amongst all of this is the Aussie Cup. Yes. The Aussie Cup. Who's (laughs) going to win the Aussie (laughs) Cup?
1: 18 guys. This is serious stuff. (laughs) Absolutely. So we have Ghana in pink, uh, leader jersey. Uh, First tour, first stage of the tour uh, and then first win, and then first uh, jersey for him. Yeah, that's yeah, it's huge. He, he's done a Gavrila uh, at the Tour de France a couple Gaviria. of years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the Tour de France. but uh, So that's huge. But well, it's a good start for Grenadiers, isn't it? Absolutely. Tonight, I think we can see Matthews doing something. Yeah. And can Matthews claim pink tonight? It's definitely a target. He said it. Yeah, yeah, Gentle they go to. So
0: 100, it's a shorter stage, actually, as in short road stage, 149 kilometers. Punchy, punchy. Yeah, it's punchy. So, no, he can, 100% he can. And he'll be, he's hungry. You know, he, he, he got over the non-selection at Tour de France because that was announced pretty early on when they came out of lockdown. So he's had time to really focus on the races and now the Giro, obviously. And Michael's in good form. Yeah. He, he's in great and form.
1: Even up here, Sunweb is doing really well. Yeah. they've they've had a very good end of lockdown yeah. uh, competitive edge. Yeah, so uh, surely, even though he's leaving Sunweb, uh, surely, 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 he wants to add his name to this yeah. sort of. You want to be in a positive bubble, not that they get. Yeah, one.
0: yeah, I think he's in a. He seems like he's in a pretty happy place, doesn't he? Um, on and off the bike. So now nah, he'll be. Oh, it'll it's it'll be a ripper. It'll be Absolutely. a
1: great stage. Lee, uh, last one, and then we move on to something else. But uh, Ineos garen thomas is he here also to prove to his management that he's worth resigning again um, because we see how ineos has been recruiting left right and center mm. and we're not i'm not too sure we know where garen thomas is heading next year is he signed again or what's his position in the team and is this i think the, he's under contract yeah but yeah. Is, is this the the time where he's, he's setting himself saying you know what Bernal couldn't win the Tour but I can win the Grand Tour the the Grand Tour for for Ineos this year
0: it's a good discussion and you're dead right just because a 22 year old was he 22 Bernal when he won last year wins and did it sort of convincingly in the end doesn't mean he's going to win 4 or 5 no and that everyone uh, all the experts are quick to pull the trigger and Thomas was second yeah yeah (laughs) exactly and (laughs) he won one yeah so all the experts are quick to pull the trigger going, oh, how many is he going to win? <laughs>
1: yeah, calm down. <laughs> calm down.
0: Like, just like Tadej Pogacar, let's just celebrate what he's achieved. Mm-hmm. So back on back to Thomas, yeah, absolutely. He, he, he wants to prove a little point. And as much as he, he'll, he'll downplay it, he wants to prove something to himself, he wants to prove something to the team, and he wants to prove something to the cycling media mm-hmm. and world and fans and yep. why, why why shouldn't he he has well, I'd be the same i think any any rider in his position would be the same so yeah he, and he's ov- well i was about to say he's obviously in good shape he's in good t t shape yep. let's let's see how he copes over mm-hmm. the next two and a half weeks
1: absolutely uh let's talk about the rest we've just got to talk about the ef uh, Pro cycling the kit the <laughs> well, new everybody kit everybody so why not let's talk yeah. about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty
1: cool what do you it's, think it's ducking cool
0: Oh no, <laughs> quack quack! I'm laughing. Um, send send us your comments. Do you like the
1: kit or don't you like it? You know. So why is that kit? My theory I've read as well, but mm. uh, it's not just me. But uh, it's because the EF original kit is too close to the pink from the jersey. Yeah. Is that true? Because the Yumbo Visma is quite close to the yellow anyway. Uh, is there a rule yeah, somewhere? Is there something I, in there? You know what? I mean, this is.
0: I'm not a. Absolute bike nerd, but if we went back and oh, looked no, at are. vision, <laughs> vision or pictures from EF in the Giro last year, they were in pink. They're in pink, were mm-hmm. they? I'm thinking. No, I don't know. I, I can't remember. So that, but that could be a little bit of the reason. But massive marketing campaign, yeah. But and behind the scenes, and uh, you know, whatever. Sometimes I sort of roll my eyes and go, oh. you know, it's it's also two days later, it's forgotten about. So. Where is the massive benefit? I'm not saying it's not good. I'm, I'm saying it's good. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually like the look of the kit. It's different. No. so fantastic. I hate it. Do, do you hate I, yeah. it? <laughs> oh, I
1: yeah.
0: I know. Look, but this is why we want your comments. <laughs> we want your comments on the kit. Simon Clark, though, said, I think, yeah, he did. He replied to someone on Twitter because they said, wow, you know, you've got to hand it to them whether you like the kit or not, the fact that they kept it secret up until the team presentation. And Simon Clark said, we weren't handed the kit until we're about to walk out, okay. On on the team presentation, so not even the riders knew. I think they
1: knew kid was coming, but they knew something was going on. They though. didn't
0: know the sponsor. They mm-hmm. didn't. So there's a skateboard company that's yeah. on there. There's a couple of other things. Or, or Palace is the skateboard company here. What's the deal with the duck?
1: I don't know. I don't know either. Like give I said, I'm it not it a nerd. <laughs> I don't read every
0: single little paragraph, but. Anyway, there's a duck on the kit. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Oh, on, and I'm on the on. helmet,
1: the helmet. Oh, there's, it's no the traditional, there's nothing traditional about the kit, that's but for sure. But hey, it's the Giro. It's the <laughs> Giro. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about the rest of the cycling world, because there's actually a lot happening all around uh, Europe on uh, on cycling. Liège-Bastogne-Liège, of course, tonight, uh, you'll be uh, talking a bit, a bit tonight oh, well, yeah. on, on, on TV about uh, Liège-Bastogne-Liège. Uh, it's shaping out to be a great race because you know the the main contenders are here to fight it up, and the world champion's going to be here. Yes, yeah, it's 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 clearly it's, I'm the only one excited. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, no I was thinking world champion, who, 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 uh, who of, of course,
0: <laughs> course. <laughs> Um What is awesome is that it just proves you can have a grand tour on and a monument at the same time, and still have. An incredible field in both. Yeah, like you say, you got the world champ in Liège. We've talked about the Giro lineup. Um, you got Froome. This is this is a big question mark, I think, for Chris okay. Froome. Why, uh, why is he doing this? He needs form. He needs yeah. race days. He needs race days under his under his belt. Now he's you know you can only train so much, and you need he needs some more race days. So. I think this is a massive test for Chris Froome. It's a massive test for him personally to see mm-hmm. where he's at. He's had more time now to train, remember, since the Critoum the Dauphiné. Um, so let's see where he's at. Um, just to, I just want to give a nice mention, actually, Roy Sutherland. Yeah. I had a chat to him overnight. I'm hoping it'll make it to the coverage tonight. Um, Roy Sutherland, almost two decades in the Peloton, Pro Peloton. He's retiring at the end of this season. This probably won't be his last race. The Vuelta could be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he's riding the Liège. So well done. Well done, Rory Sutherland.
1: Um, Matthew Van servant. de Poel. Yes. Will rise Liège.
0: You messaged me this morning. <laughs> woke me up, by the way. Actually, I messaged it at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that was... So Bink Bank Tour, that almost got cancelled. They relocated a few of the stages and they went up the famous Mur Mur de Guamont, in,
1: um, which is normally in Tour of Flanders. Yeah. That was impressive and he blew them all off the wheel. Do yourself a favor on Twitter search find it f- find it on Twitter it's it's a, the Big Bang Tour it's Mathieu van der Poel It's easy to find but do yourself a favor because that is raw power and 50 kilometers to go. Yep.
0: Right away and he won wins the, the tour. stage wins the tour. Yeah. And and by the way it was former world champ leading Mads Pedersen I think. Yeah, exactly. Leading the race so he's ridden re- away <laughs> he's blown he's you know I think he's I think he's just got a little bit like hey well, Van Aert, who?
1: Yeah, who's the boss? Yeah, who's the boss? <laughs> I'm the boss and I'm going to prove it. And. He's probably sick that I'm calling Van Van Aert winning like a boss. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yes, who's yes, the he's boss? He's heard it. He's heard it. He listens to the pod, apparently. <laughs> um, but. But but he's on Liège based on Liège tonight. That's right. He,
0: he's, he's, he wasn't meant to do Liège. Mm-hmm. We, we've all been talking up um, Paris Roubaix. Yeah. And I just wonder is there a little bit of him thinking. Paris-Roubaix might not happen yet so what any latest update there no from our French, French <laughs> correspondent no no although,
1: although that they are still uh, questioning the the position and they will review it but it's still two weeks yeah okay uh, so you know wait and see but it's not heading the right way that's for no
0: sure. no that's yeah anyway let's hope let's hope uh, let's hope
1: it does happen but Vanderpool will be here at liege berche tonight
0: it's going to be a beauty <laughs> of a race.
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to be a ripper.
0: Any other news? Gee, well, let's not forget it as well. Of course, the women yeah. and uh, yeah. racing Liège. We've got a few Aussies. Lauren Kitchen. She's she's in, she's, she's already had a third place. in yeah. her, I think it was her first race back from after we spoke to her during the tour. She's lining up for Liège. She's so positive. She's so pumped. On social media, and she's upbeat. And tell you what, she she's good to have on any team. She'd be a great teammate. Brody Chapman's lining up as well. I'm missing a couple of Aussies. I know, I haven't got them in front of me on my mm. list, but I know Mitchell and Scott, of course, Lucy Kennedy, Grace Brown. They had a good flesh alone too. Yeah, they sort of. You know, they were there, thereabouts, but let's hope they can go a little bit better And there's, uh, a, cute, there's a
1: cute tweet from uh, anna van Vluten that said she's, she's a swapping stripes yes. for stars. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because she's the European champion. She's lost, inverted comma, her, yeah. uh, her rainbow jersey of world champion, but she's the European champion. She's swapping stripes for stars. I thought it's, that was cute.
0: There, yeah. there's Look, I was looking at the field, actually, yesterday, and, and the contenders, and there's actually... It is a great field. And, and you know what's even better, and I'll admit this, the fact that we're seeing more women's racing on TV, mm-hmm. we're starting to find out about more of these great athletes. Yeah. You know, otherwise you wouldn't. You go, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Now we're showing it. We're seeing it. The fans are finding out more about them, like Michaela Harvey, the, the young Kiwi mm-hmm. who I've been sort of talking up. You know, she's 22 and, and she could be a contender tonight. So, yeah, it, it's really
1: exciting. Absolutely, and then uh, but thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to deal with me for. Uh, I got you for the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is my turf, you know. France <laughs> is your turf. Giro's mine.
1: It's fine. Okay. It's fine. You do all pa- the leg work. <laughs> va bene. You'll do all the leg work then. <laughs> Thanks for coming. It was good, good, good one to get out of the way. And we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And uh, This was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au/slash Cycling Central, or log rides with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, I'll tell you every day we'll have a podcast uh, on the Giro. So next time it's tomorrow, it's by for now.
0: Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift, the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. All you need is a bike, a trainer and the Zwift app and you're ready to go. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to swift.com and start your free trial.